Jesus said, And I, if I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. Welcome to the Evangelia Show. Hear life-changing testimonies from our paradise Cook Islands with your host, Mania Clark Mamanu. Kia ora, and it's lovely to be here on Te Evangelia, and I'm really pleased with my next guest. Her name is Marama Masters. She has uh, loved the Lord for nine years, gave her heart to the Lord nearly nine years ago. So, Marama, welcome to the show. I'm really glad that uh, to hear your testimony today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Which part inua or vaka are you from? I'm from Palmerston Island. Yeah, where I was raised there with my siblings. Nice. And so was faith a part of your upbringing? Yes. Something I've um, learned about through my mum, grandmother, great-grandma. Um, read about um, God, just hearing about God and Jesus. And reading the Bible basically on a daily basis. But I think one thing I didn't know was knowing God personally. Mm. Yeah, just hearing a lot about him, but just not knowing him personally. Mm. Yeah. What led you to encountering the Lord, receiving the Lord as your saviour? Did you go through some challenges? Yes, the first time I encountered Jesus or gave my life over to Jesus was at the age of, I think, eight or nine. I can't remember how old was I. And during that time, there was a few things happening in my life that I felt I couldn't talk about it. I just felt um, threatened not to tell anyone. Mm-hmm. So one day at school, there was um, someone that came to the school talking about Jesus in a way that I've um, never heard about Jesus being spoken about. And basically asking that if we wanted to know Jesus or wanted to accept Jesus as our best friend, we can do that. And yeah, that day I remember closing my eyes when being requesting and just repeating this prayer and accepting Jesus, feeling that I could mm. tell Jesus it's about the things that were happening then. Mm, beautiful. Yeah. Now you also faced some challenges um, before giving your heart to the Lord, didn't yeah. you? And you've got a special connection with your nephew. Yes, yeah. That's um, probably one of my darkest times was when I was in my teens, late teens, early 20s. And I was living here in Rao, living alone, away from my family. And I just felt alone, um, unloved. I remember one night, just, um, I don't know, I think I just came to a point where I was just tired feeling how I was feeling. It was a weekend night. And I remember um, just saying to God, like, just giving God a chance to do something, you know, Give me a sign. Um, 
Kann es sein, dass wir sofort leben? So I remember telling God that I will give him one week to give me some soft sign. Worth living. The very next day, I received a call from my parents, from my mom, saying that they were planning on coming over from home, from Palmerston, tomorrow to hear where I'll stay. And in that week of preparing for them to come, I, I kind of forgotten what I, but still at the back of my mind, I. I'm still thinking of a sign. And after they arrived, it must have been a couple of weeks after that, I remember um, they arriving, and I remember I just seeing my sister for the first time again that day, and there was something I felt that she was. Um, um, carrying that um, belonged to me, like something that I needed to know. At that time, I didn't know. Uh, earlier that day was only the day after when um, I was told that she was actually pregnant. Wow. And for me, I felt strongly that was the sign that God was um, telling me that the life is worth living. Beautiful. Yeah. And she had the baby, which is my nephew. And still to this day, he's been a blessing. And I felt that every blessing that come through him has been from God. You know, and the sign, the sign that life is worth living. Living for him. Beautiful. Living for God. Yeah. He's now 23. So that was 23 years ago. Beautiful. And of course, why did you come to to Raro? Because your nephew has um, been with you for a long time, staying with you as well, hasn't he? Yeah. I, I think I just at that time I wanted a break because just and again I I don't know what I was searching for. I just felt it was a move that I needed to do. And this was nine years ago. At that time, I didn't know what was it, what I was looking for, but I just felt, I don't know, just, you know, still now I, now I don't have a word to exactly what I was looking for, mm -hmm. but now just looking back, that I knew that I wanted more of God. I just wanted a place where I can grow, I guess, and, and that's what led me to celebration. What happened? With Father's church, mm. and I was attending this other church as well. And the whole idea was to find a church that was English speaking because mm. I don't understand the real. Yeah, so I found a couple and just going in between the two churches. And I think my first and second Sunday attending celebration, I'm just just checking out the church, I guess. Mm. And on that first and second Sunday, Jonathan was preaching. 
and he preached about planting, planting oneself in the church so like that of a tree that is planted beside the water mm. will, will cause it to grow and prosper and bear fruit. And I felt quite challenged by that. By that. Within that same month, I made my decision to what church I wanted to go to. I just felt that that's where I needed to get planted. Mm. Mm. And how has it helped your faith? It helped a lot. Not only um, coming to know the Lord personally, but also having people in my life who walked that same with Jesus and just seeing great men and women with faith who not was able to show me but teach me and help me as well in my walk with Christ. Beautiful. Have you experienced or had dreams or visions or healings? Healings, definitely healings. Healing, especially healing from the past where I felt that was un, unable to have breakthrough. And I felt that, yeah, that's where I got the Lord that He will healed me, meant my broken heart, healed where I thought it was was not possible to be healed. Beautiful. And so we here in COVID, we've had it for the last couple of years. Um, what has God been speaking to you or teaching you in this period, in this season? I think he, he's already prepared me for the past couple of years, especially with, um, oh, with our sister, Donna Smith, I've just been seeing her from the beginning when she was diagnosed to going um, and receiving her her healing and coming back and just seeing that that's built my faith and mm -hmm. kind of readied me for this time Beautiful. as well so and just having reading a lot of scriptures especially about Joshua where God just repeatedly um, telling you know to be strong be of good courage and that's something I've I've kind of taken on as well yeah. mm. it's really nothing to be afraid if you have God on our side mm. it's true so COVID is here on the island mm. now um, what, how's God navigating you and your family through this season pretty much like every other hardship that he's taken us through yeah, just trusting him having faith in him um, yeah, just relying on him on on wisdom and on his guidance and knowing that he's he's the god of impossibles yeah that's so true what's god teaching you in this season um what do you hear god saying for you to be doing now to me i feel strongly that what god's been telling me especially for the past few months was just praying interceding sending standing in the gaps of people that um that wouldn't do what like pray for themselves kind of thing and to me i feel yeah that's one area that i feel god is um telling me to that's it yeah. prayer is so important yeah. isn't it? Mm -hmm. so especially when there's a lot of um isolation if you look at a lot of families being 
separated, been um, kept apart because of this um, pandemic. I think so. Not being there physically to talk with them more. Yeah. Mm. So just praying, praying as one as someone have done for me. Mm. Yeah. Mm, so true. You shared about um, how God had brought healing for you. Were there some areas that you like to, to share where God has brought breakthrough for you? I think the biggest one that I had, like, even up to my 30s, was a loneliness. And just feeling that I, I don't belong or not being a part or something. Even when I started in church, I still had that feeling. Yeah, and that's, to me, that was a major thing that I felt that I got breakthrough, that God healed me and knowing that, no, I'm not alone, so there's no need to be feeling alone. You know, he's always in there and always will be be there with me. Um, just not feeling, um, not loved, because he do love me. Not want, not um, being wanted. And he does want me. So, yeah, just believe in him rather than the enemy. I think that was one of the biggest things and healed me and yeah, trusting in him. It's so important. Yes. The thing is you are the auntie for your nieces and your nephews um, in terms of when they come over, they spend time with you. you you've sort of had them in, under your wing and care as well, isn't it? Um, and even with your mum and, and her health and so on. There were some medical concerns around her, but how did, how was that go, going through that time and, and having some medical soon concerns highlighted? We still are going through that. But I trust that God will heal. But in this time, there's something that I believe um, not quite big on is this timing. And just getting I don't know just getting where and what we need kind of thing not the timing that we want it done and stuff like that with your work um, and how you care for people that are unable to care for themselves what does God speak to you about in terms of that in terms of as a ministry yeah. um, I think one thing when I started in that job that I felt he was um, telling me about is just treat them as as if how I would be wanted to be want to be treated. And a couple of them they're like one is the same age as my dad and one is the same age as my sister. So if I I would treat them and take care of them as if they were my own dad and my own sister. And just yeah just taking oh, what's just been able to do things for them that they are not able to do. Some of them can't speak or voice um, if they are in pain or what so just asking the Holy Spirit to just give me insight of their need and, and just praying for them, praying for their healing. Some of them is not mentally stable so just praying for them for their mental health as well as well as their physical 
And that's not an easy to work, you know, it requires much patience. It does, yeah. You know, to, <clears throat> and um, tolerance and grace to care for people that may not be able to communicate well or, no. or like you said. So, um, but I think just doing it as if you're doing it to the Lord helps as well. Yeah, so it's, in a way, it's, to me personally, it's not as hard as it could have if I have not been with the Lord. Mm. Yeah. Mm. When you encountered Jesus, when you went along to a place where you could grow, how how was that that revelation or that that encountering experience for you nine years ago when you found celebration, or was that connection and relationship with the Lord still there from when you gave your heart to the Lord as a child? Yeah. Now that I look back, it was still there, even though I've turned away from the Lord a few times and recommitted before coming to the celebration. I've realized that he's always been there. It was just me turning away. But I'm thankful that he does remind me where should I turn when yeah, when, I, yeah, when, I, when I need to, but I always need to. Mm. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. I guess answer of prayer has always been, I looked at as, as a miracle. To me, I've sometimes heard um, big miracles, little miracles, but to me, miracle is a miracle, which is a blessing from the Lord. And I, I guess one of it is just being um, me not committing suicide at that time was, was a miracle. Um, you know, just being able to. And, um, there's so many things coming through my mind. I just can't pick <laughs> That's right. Yeah. God has plans for you, Marama. Because yeah. yeah. English is my only word. It's so hard to find English words to, to describe just how much God has come through. And I'm so glad that God has indeed saved you. And yes, your value and your worth. He died for us. That's yes. how valuable yeah. we are to him. The waste of life we will to take away what he has given, given for us as a gift. I know that you're, you're not a person of a lot of words and for you to communicate is not necessarily the easiest thing for you. How did you feel when I approached you to, to come on the show? <laughs> When I receive your text, um, my in my head will be no kind of thing. So I put down the phone and decide to go walk out, <laughs> not wanting to reply to you. And then when the phone call came in, that must have been like fifteen minutes later. Mm. The phone call came. I I knew it was you without even looking at the phone. I went to the phone and then you were there. But between the fifteen minutes, is I kept thinking. This this is not about me. This this is about um, reaching out for God and allowing people to know just how awesome God is and what He's done for me. Yeah, so yeah, I kind of made up my mind between then. Maybe not a hundred percent made up my mind, but yeah. But thinking about it before the phone call came through, yeah, this is this is not about me and how I feel and wanting to say no and <laughs> refuse. I must say I was so pleased when you did say yes. 
that for you to do anything or even share anything, it has to be from the Holy Spirit. It has to be, yeah. It has to be. And I rely on 100% in getting me through or guiding me through something that means something. I know I'm, I'm weak and I know that I, I'm not able to do things too much on my own, so relying on the Holy Spirit is, is my only option. Yeah. Mm. What would you just say to someone that is going through or been through the same journey that the Lord has brought you from, you know, contemplating ending their life or, or thinking that they um, are of no worth? The easiest way out is just God. Yeah. Let Him um let Him take over. Yeah, just depend just waiting. What probably one of the hardest is just waiting on the Lord for word from him, but it's worthwhile. Just just wait. Just continue asking him for for a sign. Continue asking him for a word. Continue asking to um yeah, just to guide you. Just and depend on just wait on him and depend on him and trust him to come with the best outcome. Yeah. He knows you better than you know yourself. Yeah. He he made you. He knows the plans he has for for you. He knows the plans he has for me and just to bless me yeah. and, and to prosper me. Yeah. And to bring only goodness. Amen to that. Yeah. With your prayer too, that's something that God's really developed. Speak about how and who the Lord lays on your heart to pray for much anyone yeah at first i thought it was um something silly <laughs> i don't know that's how i thought i thought i was um a bit out out of, out out of the, the way wow <laughs> yeah. was, uh, anyone is yeah. amazing but what does god talk to you about the anyone sometimes you just give a word or an impression about someone and i would put it down on the list and it was only one time a cg sharing that you mentioned about having this list and of people that you pray for and I realized that I'm not the only person that has those off lists <laughs> or long lists and stuff about someone and sometimes I would see someone out in the public that I feel that God has um, gives me a word about them mm-hmm. or something I could pray about wow. someone for an example like a lady at um, CITC at Otella could tell me that he could drop into my spirit um, to pray about this lady, about a, like a broken heart, wow. to pray into that area. So I had her on a list and not knowing her name, but to me I feel that's not important to me because wow. God knows her. That's God right. knows her name. Yeah. My job is is to do what he asked me to do and is to pray into healing of her heart. I, I would say probably the most effective ministry for me is is prayer yeah yeah definitely i i find it hard to talk to people um to Mm. things that um matters the most (laughs) i find it hard really to talk so i do depend on holy spirit to tell me what is it something that i can do to help Mm. and most of them would be in prayer Mm. just praying about that person praying into their situation so beautiful and how important is the family of god 
happened for your faith? Very important. I feel if they wasn't there, then it would have taken me longer. But a lot of them has been placed into my life that I felt not only um, demonstrate the love of God, but also um, just kept me in line, basically. Um, disciplined where I need to be disciplined to correct, correct it. I mean, um, like Natasha and Jonathan and Gus and Sophie, and they are setting example for me, some ones that I could follow by example. That's probably the fastest way I learn visual, seeing, mm. seeing how it's done and, and follow. What's your vision for your mum in the, her season of unwellness? I do believe there's a um, season for everything. I believe um, she's here for a reason. I've seen changes slowly but surely. Your visions or your hopes for the Cook Islands or for Aratong? My vision for the Cook Islands as a nation is to be a shining light to the end for the rest of the world. The stand out for Christ. Be a, what was that? a beacon of light, I guess. Yeah. I've been able to go into the go to the end of the earth and preach the gospel. Yeah. Is it something you'd something, like to do? Something I would like to do and something that yeah. As Cook Island is a nation, I believe it's possible. If there was a word of encouragement or a message that you would want to share with our listeners today, mm. what would that be? Yeah, it'd be, I guess like during the past couple of years, I've um, seen lots of people, they seem to almost physically underweight of burden, kind of thing. It's, you could almost see it, mm. like walking around. There's so much burden, so much worry, so much anxiety, stress. So my word of advice would be, take it to the Lord. He, he even asks us to give all our burden to him in exchange for his one, which is light. Um, he's willing to take on to our burden, it's just us to willingly give it to him. Yeah. And in return he offers something good, something. Um, something light, something that's well, everything. He promises us prosperity and give us life and life and abundance. Yeah. So I guess the choice is ours. If you would like to discuss this testimony more, contact celebrationrarotonga.com website or Celebration Church Rarotonga Facebook page. And to hear other life-changing testimonies, subscribe to the Evangelia Show podcast and on Spotify. Kia meta kito ora e kia manuia. Ye koko.